0: Hello and welcome to That Films i I'm Jason and I'm Luke. In this
1: episode we've got another movie review and this time we're looking at Free Guy. Directed by Sean Levy, Free Guy is the science fiction action comedy starring Ryan Reynolds. The movie is out now but if you haven't watched Free Guy yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Following a year-long delay because of the COVID-19
0: pandemic, Free Guy was released theatrically in August of 2021.
1: Luke, you have the plot. In Free Guy, a bank teller who discovers he is actually a background player in an open-world video game decides to become the hero of his own story, one he rewrites himself. Now, in a world where there are no limits, he is determined to be the guy who saves the world his way before it is too late yes
0: we i mean we should point out i it took me a while to get around to watching this hence why we're kind of doing this review a little bit late but i guess in time for it's um i guess it's home do i even say home video release anymore is that what they still call it doesn't matter disney plus it's coming to disney plus awesome fantastic excellent um, yeah, it did take me a while. Not nothing against this movie or my anticipation for it. It was just timing, busy, busy lives. Um, but i uh, finally got to watch it, so I'm very excited to talk about it because it, I mean, if we take the premise of this movie, it's it's within we're in a it's not a video game movie, but it's a movie I guess about a video game and a video game world. Many games that I, I think we're familiar with, you know, like those open world. Um, role-playing type things. I need to somehow channel all my video game terminology, but there isn't much in there. But th- this premise—you've got this character, this this character who realizes that he's a video game character, and then has to somehow, I guess, deal with that as well as deal with whatever sort of issue is is going on, which will probably end in him sort of saving the world that he knows. That's this movie. Ryan Reynolds is in it. It's a comedy. There's crazy action, crazy sci-fi. I'm just going to say they, they executed this really, really well.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. And as you know, I've been waiting for us to review this. I did watch sorry, this sorry. at the cinema. 29th of September. That's when it drops on Disney+. Plus. I was hoping you would see this, knowing you pretty much feel the same way about Ryan Reynolds as I do, like he often delivers comedy, action, all of that. And not wanting to reveal too much about the movie, but my my takeaway on this, we've all seen Deadpool, and we all know how fantastic he is as Deadpool. But for me, this movie, more so than Deadpool, feels like it was written just for ryan reynolds everything he's yep. done well <laughs> across multiple movies they've bottled that and we get it in this film yeah it's
0: it's what it's what i often refer to as like the ryan ryan reynolds stick like it's his yeah it's like he, the best parts of him like what he does in his roles you know like you know that sort of cocky yet charismatic yet you know charming i think that's the same sort of thing but um just his thing very very witty smart ass all of those kind of things is usually what you get most of the time with him and his characters that he's putting on screen you know like and at its height it was sort of like deadpool was like an amalgamation of that but i think his character in this and i think it's more of um I guess more of a, <laughs> I guess a family-friendly, innocent, sweet, nicer version of all those Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan Reynolds qualities. I guess you know Deadpool does have that more adult, aggressive <laughs> side to it. But uh, yeah, like this, I think yeah, you're right, bang on. They've bottled all of the best qualities of of Ryan Reynolds and and all the things that make him likable and his characters likable, and put him into this movie.
1: And I think that works well. It really does. And the character is playing as well. The journey he goes on, like this movie, it's such a feel-good movie. You have such a good time watching it. has got positive messages. It's funny. It's like that moment in Bill and Ted Face the Music. I mean, granted, that's not the best movie. But that <laughs> scene where they unite everybody, how i felt in that moment watching bill and ted that's how i felt a lot of the time watching this film i had yeah, like a good time with it you know you
0: you know a movie doesn't have to be you know the the best written the best performed um you know technologically crafted kind of film you know like oscar worthy sort of level to be you know an easily digestible enjoyable fun time but this movie is is all of that other stuff like all the um, it's it's just fun, it just makes you happy. I, I found myself from very early on in the movie, just feeling good, smiling, laughing at, at, at jokes, and then by the end of it, still just had a grin on my face as it was you know wrapping up and we got the, the, the end credits. I was like, it's just, just looking back, I'm like, I had a bloody good time,
1: and I'm and sure, I'm sure we'll get to it. Like, there's a part in this movie where the audience cheered it was a good moment it was a really (laughs) fun enjoyable moment and that was the reaction of the audience this movie is is a good time there's more than ryan reynolds in this movie though we should probably talk about some of the other other cast jodie coma i love her i think she's fantastic i know she'd done like heaps of television beforehand but for me, I first saw her on Killing Eve. Right? Yeah, yeah. I had to. I had to Google her. Like to be honest, I was like, I've never
0: seen this lady before. But um, you know, like I was like, she's gorgeous. She's on screen. I was like, who is this person? She is doing wonders um, for me in my heart rate. But so I, had to, I had to Google because I was like, I've never seen it before. I've hmm. um, never heard of her name. And yeah, like Killing Eve, uh, heaps of other like television credits. Yeah, she's got and a you know, lot I had to of actually, credits. I had to look into it because obviously I'm like, okay, you've got Jodie kind of playing, you know, Millie Rusk, this, you know, the, the human character. And then you've got this Molotov girl, you know, the avatar in the game. I had to actually check: Is she playing both roles? Because her and a different hair. Maybe it was just me. Different hair, the sunnies, the outfit, just the different sort of way of carrying herself. I mean, she's essentially this actress is doing two, doing dual 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 roles. But Mm, I was like, is she? Is that the same actress? I was like, I don't know. I
1: didn't. I just didn't see it. She is that good. Honestly, discovered her watching Killing Eve, and if you've not seen that show, you've got to check it out. It's phenomenal. Especially that first series. We hear her with an English accent. She's actually a scouse. And she's got a real thick accent when you hear her talking yeah, voice right. when she's in interviews. But she's English in the game, but American in the real world. So you've got that distinction in her accent. But then as you say, you know, with the disguise But before seeing this movie, I was on board already for Ryan Reynolds, almost just as excited to see that Jodie Comer was also going to be in this film. And she did not disappoint.
0: There's, um, I mean, pairing her character up against um, Keyes, Walter McKees, played by Joe Keery, you'd know him as the guy with the hair from uh, Stranger Things. The hair guy, who... I, I'm glad he's broken out into into feature films and something this big. You know, his character from uh, that first season of Stranger Things, it was like, man, you just want to punch him in the face. Like, he just wasn't a likable character. Two seasons later, it's like, it's like, man, I hope nothing happens to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like Ian. that guy. He ends up
1: becoming one of the better characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm it, always, you know, glad to see him here and, you know, like he's this is where this movie sort of as much as you know there's the sci-fi stuff all the video game fun action and all the comedy and stuff it's it's these two characters um you know Jodie Comer and Joe Keary's characters where you get sort of like you know there's this romance stuff and I know between them it's sort of very platonic until the very end and you know it's more so Jodie Comer and Ron Reynolds sort of driving the romance throughout the movie but it's like, I don't know, they
1: have, a, they have a nice sort of thing going on. They do, but we wow. all saw that coming a mile off, didn't we?
0: Oh, 100%. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't surprised in any way, but yeah, yeah.
1: I still enjoyed the ride. <laughs> still enjoyed the ride. My only thing, though, because as you say, we first saw him on TV, Stranger Things, he just seemed, even though I've not looked them up, I'm sure they're fairly close in age, but he just seemed so much younger than Joe DiComa. That's probably just because I'm a lot more familiar with her. She tends to play more mature roles.
0: That would probably be what it is. But yeah, to me, I guess, like, even like, like I said, like, as Molotov girl, she, it, she definitely seemed like such an older yeah, sort of um, actress. And then, you know, when she's playing Millie, it's, it's just like she was a lot younger. She was not a teenager, but just like very early 20s for sure, like 100%. And yeah, I guess it's because. Joe Keery, we've seen him as a teenager in in Stranger Things, and I guess that's all we've got. That's all we've got to to bring in. Um, this guy, Lil Rel Howery, who for me I first sort of seen him. I guess or knew of him the first time from when we did our review of Vacation Friends. But you had already seen Free Guy before then, so you were sort of
1: familiar with him during that. Now, yeah, I don't know like, if I'm making any sense, but... Uh. Yeah, yeah, but, like, but like I've, <laughs> I've spoken about the Carmichael show, US sitcom, many times now on the podcast. He was in all three seasons of that. That's where I first saw him. And then after that, he was, he was um, Daniel Kaluuya's friend in the movie Get Out, the Jordan Peele film. And then he's just popped up yes, a few things right, yeah. since then. But you're right, I did see Free Guy before Vacation Friends. And when we did our review of Vacation Friends... Just say it feels like he's just on the cusp of having his own movie. I really think we're going to see good things from him. And he's yeah. really good as the best friend in this film.
0: I like how his name is Buddy, because it's sort of like, okay, we've got our main character, Guy. You know, like he's, he's, he's the guy, he's our guy. And then we've got his Buddy, whose <laughs> name is Buddy. It's, it's like, yeah, the descriptions all sort of fit. But his character is sort of unique. He's like, he's like, he's a background character as well but he's a little bit harder to sort of convince to sort of, I guess, like break free and, you know, like go after that something, that's something extra in life. He's, He's, you know, he's stuck in his program. He's not quite there. So it was good to see his sort of journey as well, sort of and yeah, lots of I don't know, just a fun presence, just good energy. It's good.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I I always like seeing him.
0: If we want to talk about the villain, I guess the villain of of this movie, um, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Well known now for, you know, the the wonderful movies that he's been uh, directing. But, of course, he's he's dabbled in acting many a times and often does feature in a lot of films that he does himself as well but if you recall if um you go back to another ron reynolds movie green lantern there was a there was a taika Waititi featured in there this yeah. isn't the first time the two
1: have worked together he played buddy essentially he was hal jordan's <laughs> <He> played, friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah in that movie it was pretty funny was when they first started doing press for this and it may be even have been before the trailer it was the four main actors from the film, and it was asked of taika and Reynolds of their time working on Green Lantern, and they were both adamant that it never happened. They've never worked together previously. Free Guy <laughs> is the first time they've ever worked together. Yeah. that's was pretty funny.
0: That's uh, yeah, a bit of cheeky
1: bit um,
0: of humor there. I like it. I like it. He's great a, because yeah,
1: so, you know, you say what you say.
0: No, he's um as a villain, he's it's sort of he still has you know that Taika charm. He's bringing. He's not hiding his um, you know his Kiwi accent. He's 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 definitely a New Zealander character in this, but he's also just very cocky and snivelling and <laughs> evil, almost like yeah. a cartoon character. But it really works within. I mean, he's a character in the real world. Like, this is how he is. But it works within this environment and and just the the tone of this film. It it just fits. It's not too over the top in any sort of way, even though he is very much a...
1: (laughs) But he is, exactly. Mustache-twirling villain, doing bad things, but at the same time, for us, the audience, it's Taika. Mm. He can't help but go along and like, not what he's doing... But all the gags, they really land. Yeah, I was reading something that Jodie Comer said that what she found most difficult about this movie was her character disliking his character because she got along with him so well. <laughs>
0: like with the yeah, she was in just the like, movie,
1: he's <laughs> just such a nice guy. I can't, you know. Yeah, yeah. I read the
0: I read the same thing. That was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it was just good to like. So, so his his character like this is feeling he's what is he sort of like he's like the ceo of this of this company that obviously like is hosting the game is you know is built and runs the game and all that kind of stuff there's a sequel game coming out that they that they're working on and he's getting all prepared and stuff and i guess he's he's a businessman essentially he needs his business to to succeed and obviously guy breaking free and sort of becoming sentient I mean, there's a, there's a larger story to it, but uh, essentially he's affecting all of that, and affecting profits and affecting you know, like how the rollout of the next game is going to be. And I guess, yeah, Tyke is, uh what should we call him, Antoine. Antoine's stance is that, look, we'll just destroy the game, the world. I mean, he's a character who essentially says, we will destroy the world for my own benefit. Yeah, again, he's a
1: mustache twirling, he's a villain, evil, he's a a bad
0: villain, like in the most traditional way. But it's it's not ridiculous because he's like, I'll literally just destroy the servers, like that's it's like it's a digital space, I'll just destroy it. It's not ridiculous, just gonna unplug it or whatever he's gonna do, hit it
1: with a shovel. And yeah, it really works. There's honestly going into this movie, there's just there's so many things going for it: the cast, the setup, the visuals. So already, before you even go to the movies to watch it, you feel as though you're in for a good time. It looks I mean, like a good all the, movie.
0: There's all the video game tropes and stuff, which you know you can't help but have a good time with it. And you know we've seen, you know, similar, especially recently. You know things like Wreck It Ralph, Ready Player One. Um, you know, movies that are sort of pulling on those kind of movie trips. I was worried. I was like, oh, I'm, well, I'm just going to sort of feel and see the same stuff that I've seen in those movies, maybe a few new things. But but overall, I felt like it was all very fresh. Yeah, very I original, agree.
1: very new. I agree. I just want to add as well that I'm not big into video games. I played them when right. I was younger. I'd been known to play Son the Hedgehog, Alex the Kid. Sure. There's probably some more modern examples I could think of. But I, but you would, uh, I you didn't would... read until after seeing the removal like, of all the weapons, the vehicles, and all the stuff that would be recognisable from modern video games. <laughs> the point, but yeah. the point that I'm making with that, though, is sometimes we'll talk about things where, whether it's something based on a comic book or whatever, and say that sometimes if you know, you know. But if you don't, it's not necessarily going to, take you out of it or you feel as though you're getting a lesser experience and I didn't feel that at all like it wasn't until afterwards that I'm reading about all the things that I clearly missed but didn't affect my enjoyment at all. yeah
0: I could I could probably uh, I can assume there was probably hundreds if not more like little easter eggs or you know like just I guess cameo appearances of like yeah like, like you said, like weapons or items or power-ups or whatever but I mean as i'm watching I'm, I'm the same as you like i'm not like hardcore into video game you know like I, i'll play games you know like a new game will come out i bought i play it whatever i have a good time i'm familiar with you know big things you know like like gta like i know the general mechanics of how to play gta and then stuff like that so that open world sort of format i get it and i'm, I'm familiar with games where you know you design a character and avatar and you know you you get upgrades and you sort of progress and get different points and get different levels. Like I, I understand how that works and you interact with other people online. I feel like I'm like
1: breaking down how video games work for someone who doesn't well, like I'm me. Sure you but I should no, say sure you I, I did play the first Grand Theft Auto PlayStation one. I remember
0: wasn't that like the bird? Wasn't it still bird's eye view? It yeah, I think so. Very yeah, yeah.
1: it was very it shocking. was in, it was in the olden days. But this movie, taste of it, though, a <laughs> this movie, it's just tapped into something. And I think a lot of it is to do with the Ryan Reynolds charm. But it yeah. takes it takes a lot for like my wife to want to go to the movies and watch a film. And just seeing the ads for this, and she like me is a big fan of Killing Eve, so she's got Joe Dacoma and she likes taika so again it's what i'm saying like, there's so many elements that are working for this movie that just seems to have mass appeal like way beyond a video game movie
0: yeah well like you said like you don't need all that extra baggage with you coming into it like you get it you understand what's happening like when when you see when he puts on those 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 glasses and he sees all like the video game elements and stuff like you know what's happening like you, get, of course. you might not we all yeah. Yeah. grasp every sort of detail to it, but it's like you know power ups and weapons and you know like okay, a safe house is just obviously where you go and you store all your shit like that, I get it, it's all good, like that's fine, I understand, so you can just enjoy the ride and then when you when you see characters in the real world and then it's like you know they're playing they're obviously playing an avatar character. It's like, you know, you, you can still grasp and understand all of that yeah. and then enjoy the humour that comes. Yeah, it's very, and,
1: very easy to follow in that yeah. regard, for sure.
0: Like I said, it's not... This movie isn't anything, you know, with, with, you know, on a high concept sort of level. I mean, there's a lot going on, but at the same time, it's very easily digestible. It's very simple at its core, but just... Executed in a way that it's just big. It's big and fun, and it, that's perfect. Like that, yeah, it's that's I just how say, you do
1: it. Well executed, and it's able to have things in it, and you know whether it's weapons, vehicles from video games, movies, and it doesn't take you out of the movie. We talked about Space Jam: A New Legacy recently. <laughs> you mentioned Ready Player One. There's too yeah. much happening there that it takes you takes you out of it. It's like in those movies. It was like, hey,
0: stop for a moment. Like the movie stops to be like, hey, look at this character. Look at this Easter egg. Look at this cameo character. Look at it. like, and this movie has cameos and stuff, which we'll get to it a sec. But it's not like the movie stops for it. It's blinking, you'll miss it, or it's in the background True. but in a subtle way, not well,
1: brought to the forefront. It does occasionally do it
0: it does. It, does it. it does. But
1: it does it well. It's not like yes. those other movies that we can kind of talk about now. Then if we we'll want to talk about the cameos and some yeah, of the other yeah. things that we see. I mean,
0: I mean, first of all, like I mean, there are there are crazy fun cameos. I mean, there there are some other characters that are sort of sort of in here. Um, like we've got Channing Tatum plays um, Raven, and Gem, and Buttons. Which is, which is an avatar. It's an avatar character, and that avatar is being—I don't want to say played by because I would confuse everyone. But in the real world, is he's being played by a character named Keith, and Keith is played by Maddie Carter Roffel. And then you see Tina Fey is actually the voice of his mum, who I think is like yelling at him to do yeah. some chores or something around the house. Like there's little, there's crazy stuff. Chris Evans pops up for like. A split second. There's, there's heaps of heaps of different things. There's even some hidden ones that you, you don't know. I didn't notice at the time, but looking at, up later, Hugh Jackman pops up. Um, uh, he's wearing a mask, but, um, but he pops up. Dwayne Johnson, he voices one of the bank robbers. Um, John Krasinski is
1: silhouetted in this movie. There's, he's in there's there. these random you things know, going on. With Chris Evans... I was reading about that and how it all came about. He was close by when they were shooting and Ryan Reynolds texted him. Evans said, I can give you 10 minutes. They got, it, they got everything ready and they ended up taking seven minutes of his time for the scene. That was it. That was it. it was pretty, that was my
0: trivia for today, but that's all pretty. good. <laughs> pretty. really good.
1: Well, you've got time to think. <laughs> of some more trivia but okay yeah, that's let's all I had. talk all I had. <laughs> let's talk about the the chris evans cameo then you've got guy going up against big guy what are we calling him the i think he's called, dude. I'm pretty dude. Sure he's called dude that's right yeah so guy going up against dude and then guy's reaching for all the different weapons and he holds captain america's shield And you get the music from the Avengers, you get Alan Silvestri, and you've got Chris Evans watching the scene on a laptop. You've got Ryan Reynolds with a lightsaber with the John Williams Star Wars (laughs) theme. You've got Hulk Smash. That was the moment, by the way, they got a cheer in my screen when that was all happening with Cap Shield, the lightsaber. And it was just so much fun, but it's but it's again like we were saying before, but done well. So even though it is a moment that got a big reaction, you were still in the movie and it wasn't a big distraction. And yeah, I thought that was just excellent. And this is a film before the pandemic, it started at a as a twentieth century Fox film. It's now a twentieth century studios film, it's Disney, they've got yeah. Star Wars, they've got Marvel. So they they could just they could do what they want. And I bet
0: I just I Ryan just want to know Reynolds, the story
1: though behind just having the time of his life.
0: The like just production wise, like how everything came about, was there an exchange of because obviously, if it was still solely 20th century Fox at the time, was it like okay, we need to exchange, you know, contractual, like you know, license fees to use the the music and all that kind of stuff? Was that in play? And then the acquisition kicked in, um, and therefore, you know, like the money sort of. I guess kind of just circulated. I just want to know what the story behind that was, or was it all after the fact? Either way, though, I, I don't know.
1: Who knows? But the end result, loved it, <laughs> absolutely. And, and again, cute. like if you're that's Ryan a- Reynolds and you're in your inner movie, and only are you all, they're all in cap sh- shield. The next moment, you're wielding a lightsaber. What a what a time to You've be peaked. alive for him!
0: You peaked. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean that's, seriously. <laughs> that's cute. Like. That whole, like, when... There's a point in this movie where I was I was worried for a bit because we had had, we had had all this sort of character building of Guy, him and his relationship with, um you know, with Molotov Girl. It, you know, we've gotten to a point where I was like, cool, like, we've got good trajectory. And then suddenly Guy's character, his memories wiped, he basically resets. And I was like, oh, okay, like, what are they doing with this? Fortunately, they there was a, you know there was a plot sort of thing integrated where it was like you know like we could, they restored his memory, but, but I was like if they're just restarting his character and they need to sort of reteach him everything or like you know just meet him again. I was like okay, wow, we're really taking a step back. Fortunately, like that didn't happen, but that was my only concern throughout this movie. And then from then on, back when he got his memory back, just that hot, everything until the end of the movie after that, I was just like this is amazing this is fantastic <laughs> scene yeah. on the bridge where you know buddy sort of dusts he just like turns into dust characters dusting i don't know it's a very dramatic <laughs> thing that happens but um you know like they're running across that bridge and i'm just like you know, they get their moment you know that's and that's of course after you know guy versus dude two run rented rendered faces going up against each other like there's just so much happening later on you see you see dude again and he's you know he's on their side and he's like i don't know best friends of everyone yeah it's you know so you've got fun. all these all these other characters that you'd seen throughout the movie are now like all together and they're banded together as like one community and you know they're sort of they're cheering along and it's it's i don't know
1: feel good oh guess
0: everything just going to say
1: feels good It's a feel good movie of the year for sure oh,
0: feel good movie of the year there's um there's also a whole bunch of um and i kind of speculated whilst watching this but not until after the fact when i looked into it a lot of uh, like youtuber twitch um sort of do i call them celebrities basically personalities and uh people of some sort of
1: i mean famous in, in the status. gaming world i'd say they would i mean big names big names i mean there's tiktok stars now it's the world we're living the youtubers yeah. is... we just have to accept it <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to push back because yeah i mean look at it film tv <laughs> music and then reality show youtube yeah. you know it's it's a thing makes it's me like, feel what old. are you famous for but it's a thing
0: (laughs) famous people are famous for being famous and being but look there's a there's a bunch of known people um in these communities that actually feature in the in this film you know in little and yeah other cameo appearances and stuff which kind of fit because you know you've got people commentating on what's actually happening in this game everyone's sort of participating so it's kind of that's kind of cool there's a there's a whole lot of
1: just a whole lot of stuff going on. In this I mean, it's movie. very fitting that they're in it because it's their world. So it's good that they've actually got real YouTubers. Although, like you, if I didn't read afterwards, they could have just been actors and not real people. Well, exactly, It yeah. turns like, like out you, that they, you wouldn't they know. were. But well, I
0: think it, I mean, we've we mentioned sort of other movies that have sort of, you know, attempted this sort of... Um, a look and I get oh, dare I say, like a, a satire take on, you know, the video game world and what it would be like to be in a video game and then make a movie out of that. I feel like this movie so far has done the best job at a, at, at I guess almost being a love letter to those people, those peoples like in in that community, and you know like the video game world and, and those sorts of things. Like it's it's almost a movie for them as much as it is for, for everybody else it's really like yeah because it's, it's not like in no way does this movie make fun of that community or or the video game world and when i say world i mean like the people amongst it it's very much like a celebration of it and that's yeah, all positive stuff man all right yeah have you got anything else you want to say about the movie or are you ready for your rating
1: yeah no i think we can i think we can rate it
0: All right, go for it then. Ah,
1: Good point. I go first. I have said so many times during this review how much fun I had watching this. I had a really good time. It's really hard to pick, just to find anything that was overly negative. Um, Yeah, I had a really good time. I, I can't quite come in at a five, but it's just based on pure enjoyment it's very very close i'm going to come in at a 4.5 cool cool look i i said it i said it a couple of times
0: like you know this movie on paper you know it doesn't have the best scripts you know i'm not going to say there's going to be any sort of um you know best actor awards or anything going going out to the you know the good folks in this movie um there's nothing too poetic or majestic about anything I'm saying on the screen here, but it's bloody fun. It's bloody funny. I'll stop saying bloody, but it's 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 fun. It's it's funny. It it's a feel good movie. Big smile on my face the whole time. Executed well. It offered a premise and it delivered on it. I'm going for it, man. I'm I'm giving this movie a five out of five first of the year i guess that makes it in the running for the best movie this year this i love this movie i loved it i mean
1: we've said it's going to be hitting disney plus end of this month and i'm really looking forward to watching it again it really is it really is a good time you've
0: you've got that new big tv screen
1: um it's I hope walk. you
0: don't mind me sharing that with the world, but
1: nope, uh, yeah. No, nope. tell uh, everybody. It's... Just don't give them my address. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. It's gonna be really good watching the movie again. I don't
0: think I, I don't think people steal TVs anymore. I don't think that's a
1: I don't know. I've seen it happen in movies. It's a thing. Sure. <laughs> it's a thing. TV. <laughs> yeah, and the I VR. can't wait
0: to I can't wait to watch this again. Um I look forward to it. And yeah, look, if I didn't have any sort of life anymore, um Although, you know, if I didn't have responsibilities as, as a fully grown ass adult, I would have gone back and watched this a few times. Um, and yeah, I'm all, I guess I'm only gutted that I didn't watch this earlier because I'm like, damn, I, I was missing out for so long.
1: And so, that's why I was saying you just need to see it like, because ordinarily.
0: You were like I, subtly hinting, like,
1: mm, yeah. Well, you say, you want, yeah, I, I don't, don't watch feel it, as you know. so I was being subtle, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> But you know, some, you know, I'll say sometimes in the past, like if we miss that window, we we don't review that movie. The time has passed. Whereas this was one that we we did wait on just so we could actually review it. And I'm really glad that we did.
0: Because, like, what, what date was it that it's hitting Disney Plus again? 29th
1: September. of September. 29th.
0: Fantastic. And look, I've done my, well, you've done my trivia. So <laughs> thanks, I guess. But you did it well. You did it well. So that's all good i've got nothing else so i'm just gonna say this that's it for our <laughs> review of free guy <laughs> please go subscribe. i, I am so and, sorry <laughs> it's fine it's all good it's all good please go subscribe and download this podcast on soundcloud and apple podcasts and please leave us a review it helps listeners just like you find the podcast
1: we are on social media you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram as that film's podcast And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages.
0: All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmstewpodcast.com.
1: If you missed it, we recently reviewed Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and Die in a Gunfight. And be sure to check out our next review, which I think will be the new DC animated movie, Injustice. You sound confident there, so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll stick
0: by that. We'll stick by that. All right, you've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from That Film Studio. See you soon.